Good morning. We're certainly living in changing days. Everything seems to be changing. And all the rules with regard to Christmas have just changed. So let's turn to something that is unchanging. The Word of God. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We're looking at the Everlasting Father, or the Father of Eternity. This revelation of who Jesus is will need both your ears this morning. It's not going to be easy. Someone has said, we'll try to be profoundly simple, but please remember the subject is simply profound. There is no contradiction here. Yes, he's the Son of God. But he is also the father of eternity, the source of all. In other words, he's the father because of whom eternity was begotten. And of time too, of course. But he's also the father, the origin, the creator of all that is eternal in character, which we'll look at briefly at the end. Eternity is a concept we find extremely difficult to understand because we're creatures governed by time. That's all we've ever known. But why would I be arrogant enough to presume to understand everything about things relating to the infinite and the eternal God? A good motto when we're approaching scripture is this, if God said it, I believe it, that settles it, and I don't have to explain it. This blessed person we are considering who came as a baby to Bethlehem is seen in scripture as the executor of all God's plans and purposes whether that be creation, redemption, the church, judgment, the coming kingdom, or the eternal new heavens and new earth. You see, he is God of very God, to whom we should bow in humble adoration. Someone has said he doesn't sit in time, time sits in him. Yet he came from eternity into time, the very realm that his own hands had made, in order to redeem his creation and praise God to bring rebel sinners like me and you into an eternal relationship with himself. He experienced everything we do, sin apart. He knew what time was. Day and night, light and darkness, joy and sorrow, pain and grief, weariness, tears, physical life and physical death. But the totally inexplicable thing is that when he came, he resigned nothing of his divine nature, his deity, but rather he added perfect, spotless humanity, something he had never been before and would never resign. There is in heaven today a man who sits at the right hand of God, who ever lives to sustain his people, representing them, before the throne. My, my favourite hymn, which I've mentioned on a number of occasions, says this, Before the throne of God above, I have a strong, a perfect plea, a great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. How thankful I am of that. Scripture says of him, In the beginning was the word. He was there before all things, you see. Another says he is before all things, and by him all things consist, or they hold together. He is the creator, he is the sustainer, 
and he is the ultimate consummator of all things. But our verse says even more than that. He is the father of eternity. Amazing. Beyond my grasp. And I think beyond everyone's grasp. Christmas is a few days away. The amazing thing is that the prophecy about the birth of the baby in Bethlehem, 700 years before he came, also says, whose goings forth have been of old, from everlasting or from the days of eternity. You see, he is that divine person who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. He is also in context the father of that eternal, everlasting kingdom that is yet to be. He is the one who will say at the end of his millennial reign, when time shall be no more and the eternal ages of the ages will be ours, behold, I make all things new, a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. But before I conclude, I want to briefly see that he is the source, the father, the origin, if you like, of all that is eternal in relation to our salvation. When a person receives Jesus as their Lord and Saviour, a change, a transformation takes place. That person passes from darkness to light, from death to life, from guilt to forgiveness, from judgment to blessing, from the temporal to the eternal, and ultimately from the mortal to the immortal, and from the corruptible to the incorruptible. He who believes receives from him eternal life, eternal redemption, eternal salvation, an eternal covenant, indwelt by the eternal spirit, looking forward to eternal glory and the eternal kingdom. It's amazing to think that Mere mortals are going to be blessed and are blessed by this, by receiving Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. Our beloved Saviour, born in Bethlehem, crucified at Calvary, is the Father of eternity and the source and supply of all our eternal blessings. If you don't know him, come to him, call upon him, and your soul will be fully satisfied both now and forever. Those who do already know him. On this Lord's Day morning, we might say, what a saviour he is. Let us worship our glorious Lord today. This is the message for you this morning. God bless you.